Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of uh, TM Squared, the MMA podcast. I am your host, Arnold DeVette, and um, I'm greeting you guys at uh, half past eight on a nice little Thursday evening. It is right before Easter. Hope you guys are having a good one. And of course, if you guys are traveling over Easter, please be safe. Travel safe, guys. And uh, keep it, take it easy on the roads. Uh, on tonight's episode, because there is not really as much uh, talk surrounding um, any real events uh, pertaining to EFC or any other professional um, events within South Africa, we're going to talk a little bit about um, EFC 79, just looking ahead to it, you know, how that's shaping up to be. Um, some news regarding coming out of uh, one FC as well, one fighting championship, and um, then yeah, just general talk about uh, some some MMA news. And as always, your input is valued. If you guys would like to take part into discussion, this will be uploaded uh, to our uh, Facebook page as well, um, as well as the rest of social media. If you guys do come across this podcast, please feel free to interact. Give us your thoughts and opinions. Uh, tell us what you would like to see because obviously without the fans you know EFC and uh, the like don't really have much to go on you guys are what drives the sport Um, first things first um, news coming out today that uh, Gunter Kulunda the former welterweight champion of EFC has actually signed with uh, one championship so we are still waiting for one championship to make it official and um, you know to report on it but that in itself guys if that is really the case and uh, we can obviously see Gunther's there signing the paperwork you know that's a great signing I mean Gunther joins the ranks of you know other well-known fighters uh, that's um, Eddie Alvarez uh, Marty Mouse as well you know Demetrius Johnson and uh, now our very well not our very own but uh, Congolese born uh, Gunther Kalunda uh, is heading over to one championship. I'm sure he'll find uh, lots of success over there. And it's it's good to see that, you know, um, the athletes are taking notes, obviously, that uh, EFC is not the, the be-all and end-all. You know, there's life after EFC, you know. So if there's, if there's ever this uh, question, you know, that uh, EFC runs the monopoly on uh, MMA in general in South Africa, I think that pretty much proves that that's not the case. So... These athletes are obviously hard workers. They have the self-belief requ- uh, requirement to go over there and um, make some noise. We wish him well in his uh, in his first fight over there, and obviously um, we're hoping it will be a great success. It's a great platform, you know, to showcase, you know, our guys, definitely. And um, what what else can I say about that? That's that's pretty good news. Um, yesterday there was a Q&A session done by Graham Cartmel, um, matchmaker VP uh, for EFC. It was quite interesting. It's a nice little format where uh, Graham goes onto Facebook Live and has a frank discussion, open discussion with uh, fans and fighters alike. Uh, very interesting. Some some interesting stuff coming out of that as well. Um, a lot of disgruntled fans, obviously, uh, pitching up with the. The situation of fight to pay and things like that and um, Graham has basically relayed the fact that all of the fighters have been paid some bonuses obviously um, you know one, one to my knowledge and that's uh, Shlongwa's bonus not being paid because it's an extra bonus on top of a bonus that he was actually promised so 
and then pretty much just putting it down to negotiations falling through and fighters not basically getting uh, their way when it comes to negotiations so um, yeah that puts a damper dampening on on things but i mean it is what it is at the end of the day efc is also a business they have to take care of their interests and um, as much as they would like to pay the fighters uh, as much as the fighters won't sometimes it's just not financially uh, viable so that's the general consensus we got off of that chat yesterday then of course we've got um you know gary joshua and uh graham having a little bit of a tough on there you know so interesting developments there um but it's all yes eh? really i mean nobody really knows besides the fighters and graham there's always like three sides to a story and you know it's the it's that one person's version the other person's version and then there's of course the truth guys so my take on this is don't get too involved into like the politics and stuff like that at the end of the day guys take efc for what it is it's a sport you know efc has uh opened the doors you know for a lot of uh mixed martial artists it's still in its infant infancy I mean, it's 10 years old now, starting in 2009. It is relatively a new sport um, to South African audiences. And I think outside of like your your gyms and maybe the guys close to the athletes that are actually competing, there's not even really a lot of people that, that actually know of MMA. You know, um, I go out there, I talk to people. A lot of the people are familiar with boxing, you know, and stuff like that. So boxing is very popular. Uh, mixed martial arts not so much i think efc's got a responsibility however to to obviously promote the hell out of uh, mixed martial arts and i think they could do be doing a better job with it you know promoting more if you look at the social media pages you know it is rather lackluster there's there's no big fight feel there's no hype really it's all manufactured hype you know every every card really feels the same um then again it's my opinion and i'm entitled to it so fuck off um so there they can they can definitely do a lot more maybe invest a little bit more into like um, building stories around the guys not just the top fighters and the guys headlining in in the main card but also the guys in the prelims and such as well you know um also have a little bit more focus in like what's going on in the, the amateur ranks because I think what's happening right now is somebody makes noise in the amateur ranks. They they go on a tear. Uh, they keep on winning, and then they get signed. You know, but maybe give these guys exposure too. You know, um, people need to actually relay uh, with the fighters. They they need to basically be able to to feel what that fight is going through and such. You know, their journey and stuff like that. I mean, there's a reason we all enjoyed the Rocky movies. Am I right? I mean, fuck, we, we saw Rocky going from being a nobody up until like being world champion and going back down again. And that's because we were invested in the character. So I'm not saying turn into WWE over here. I'm just saying like, uh, you know, get some get some personalities up into the show. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got a influx, obviously, of uh, overseas fighters coming in, uh, kicking ass, taking the titles with them. And I don't really see that uh, changing anytime soon. You know, as, as long as there are fighters overseas, you know, um, Graham has a hard-on for anyone with a undefeated streak, you know, overseas. Brings them over here. You know, they beat our guys. They maybe lose, whatever. 
and uh, life goes on. Uh, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing remains to be seen, really. Um, but all I know is that these guys, they they are sometimes what they say they are. They are sometimes the real deal, you know. Um, UTC, the gym, um, UTC over in, in London, of course, uh, the UK, is um, they're doing great things. So first of all, we'd see um, Joe Cummins. Joe Cummins taking the title. Um, so he's your lightweight champion. Jake Hadley defeating flyweight champ, uh, former flyweight champ Zulu, uh, Kazimolo Zulu, and um, quite in dominant fashion as well, if you would believe. Um, I mean, other than the the strike that, that Zulu landed a few times, you know, Hadley had him pretty much uh, covered on the ground, you know, so his jiu-jitsu is on another level. But um, the champs coming out of, uh, um, yeah, what's it, UK... UKTC, UKC. Anyways, um, then obviously there's uh, Alice Ardeline as well. You know, she participates in the Fighter 2. So we should probably see her in the Hex as well. I mean, especially if these good things uh, are happening, you know, with uh, with her teammates. So it's good. Then Jared van der Rohe from the States, he's got the heavyweight title. Drick uh, is pretty much, I think he's, he's going to be fighting, obviously, against... Uh, the winner of Gareth McLellan and Brendan Lazar but uh, you could say that I think Trickers' heart is just overseas man so um, it's it's one of those things he probably gets paid a lot more over there you know if you look at the currencies and things like that and uh, let's put it all into perspective guys before you guys go off on um, what's it EFC in regards of pay and stuff like that <laughs> We also have to cut these guys uh, some slack. I mean, the economy is what it is. And uh, I don't even blame them. You know, people need jobs. So you could basically just rock up here as a pastime and and make some pocket money there. But still have a day job, guys. It's very important to have a day job. (laughs) So victims of circumstance, I would say. You know. Um, But yeah, these guys are coming over and they basically... uh, coming here to take over so it reminds me of like the takeover that that uh, britain had with like the punk scene back in the day you know it's crazy but uh very cool nonetheless i was excited to see uh sean delonga actually back back in action in uh, at welterweight um given i don't really think that Marcel was a was a very big uh, test for him but uh he's got skills man that guy's good and I will definitely pick uh, Sean DeLonga to, to actually go far if there were to be a formal Grand Prix going. You know, um, I think he's got the skills to take either Luke or Siabi out, honestly speaking. But um, it, it, it's it's coming down to where they're having Luke and uh, Conrad fighting at EFC 79. You know, I don't know if that uh, fight is just jinxed, if it's cursed or what's going on there but um hopefully hopefully there's no hiccups there and we can actually see a good fight um i mean if you if you guys are would think about it luke was scheduled to fight aniset kanyeba uh not too long ago and that never happened because luke was injured and aniset and luke are teammates so you could say maybe it's it's Luke versus brothers in arms. That's like cursed, I'd say. 
but nonetheless there was one fight that i was really looking forward to and if it's happening at efc 79 i'm happy i'm gonna be there i'm gonna watch the the show live uh definitely and um it's still remains to be seen like uh, what what fights are going to be placed on there uh still to complete the whole um card but obviously we've got ego fighting uh carlo over there so we'll see what happens there uh hope ego's training very hard for that fight carlo does not look like a pushover but knowing ego i'm pretty sure he'll come out on top you know wrestlers are they are grinders they do work hard and they persevere if i could say that um perseverance is key and heart is key obviously in this game um what else are my thoughts uh it's getting pretty tiring to just talk about myself so i'm thinking as from maybe the next episode i should actually invite a guest or two over as well um so we'll have guests over onto the show as well just chatting about like uh you know what's going on in their careers you know if anything uh, is lined up for them and um, what's going on i spoke to tumi sang the other day tumi sang's also prepping very hard and uh, that's good to hear he's always exciting to watch one of the other guys that i really enjoy watching and um, then yeah that's that's pretty much it i mean nothing much happening here guys but if you if we do hear of anything obviously i will revert straight back to my podcast and i will basically share my opinion not that it matters much but fuck it you know everybody has a say so it's going to be cool and um yeah let's let's see what uh what, what happens in the near future uh garimba versus Darocha as well part of that welterweight grand people before i close off here um also promises to be good so i think i've got um i think i've got Darocha taking this fight um although i love garimba you know, Darucha has uh, proved his, his toughness and I think it's going to come down to like mental fortitude um, as long as he doesn't get under Garimbo's skin. You know, Garimbo stands a, stands a good chance of defeating Darucha, but it all remains to be seen. I mean, this card is pretty empty right now. It looks like there's only three confirmed fights so far. And as we all know, you know, these fights are pretty much up in the air. Don't really get all too excited unless it's fight week. All right because injuries do happen and um that just puts a damper on anything well most things there so that was me for tonight thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed it as we go along you know the more content we'll have for you guys and such but um yeah tell me what you think and then i'll catch you guys on the next episode have a good one